the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm lucky enough to speak with Dr. Jeff Rosen on a weekly basis. He's Chief Economist Briefing.com. Now it's time for Dr. Jeff. How are you, Dr. Jeff? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Is calling you Dr. Jeff too akin to calling, making you like a Dr. Phil? Does it bother you? <laughs> uh, it doesn't bother me. I, I, I yeah, I, I've had a lot worse. I've had a lot different. <laughs> there you go. So let's talk a little bit about an economist. I do a show about retirement, getting people enough of a nest egg so that they could live from 60 to 100 comfortably. To do that, you got to play in the stock market with mutual funds, 401ks, those kind of things. Why do we need an economist to play into the stock market? What's your role tied towards Briefing.com and the financial advice that they see out there? Well, if we disregard what we've seen over the last couple of years regarding how uh, the Fed stimulus has affected the stock market. I mean, overall, you would expect uh, earnings growth to mirror overall economic growth. So as the economy improves, you would expect earnings to improve, which would boost stock prices. Now, there's a little bit of a disconnect over the last few years because, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve Bank has purchased, you know, trillions of dollars in um, in treasury bonds, and that has put a discontinuum on the prices of treasury bonds versus what uh, they may actually be worth given where the economy is. So if we, and then that also has, you know, boosted equity prices because it's moved people out of treasuries and into equities. But overall, in, you know, historical norms suggest that the stock market should follow uh, economic growth. One of the maxims I say on the show I've been saying it for 20 years, and it's kind of worked. When the 10-year Treasury is under 4%, you buy stocks. When the 10-year Treasury is above 4%, you consider bonds and less stocks. Is there truth to that, or am I hurting people by oversimplifying? No, because, I mean, if you think about the way the Treasury market works, I mean, it's an expectation of, of you know, short-term rates aggregated over the 10-year time period. So when it's when the Treasury bonds are low, it's generally signifying that people believe Fed funds are going to decline, which, you know, it gives you lower rate of return on Treasuries. So in, in that respect, if you're willing to risk what the economy can do, you know, in terms of performance, so if they, you know, obviously if the Fed has to lower rates, it, it's probably due to a uh, economic um Problem, either a potential recession in the future or uh, inflation uh, problems or whatnot. 
but uh, if you discount the risks and you, and you look long term, it's probably a decent bet. What are some of your favorite statistics? What are the, some of the statistics or the data releases that the average home user should pay attention to, knowing that they can't pay attention to them all? Uh, the most important is probably the unemployment rate and the unemployment numbers. Uh, it gives you an idea of how things are, and people normally consider the unemployment rate as a coincident indicator or even a lagging indicator. Um, however, if you look at spending, it really kind of follows closely in hand. So uh, if you see good employment numbers, you're going to probably see good spending numbers, and if you see good spending numbers, you're going to see you know, stronger earnings numbers from uh, from companies. So it it's all follows hand in hand. It, it's something to look at. Uh, industrial production is big for GDP just because the service sector tends to be a very stable, steady growth. So our ups and downs generally come from the manufacturing sector. So if you look at industrial production, you'll get an idea if you're seeing a, uh, you know, a sharp move up or down and how that can translate to overall economic growth. Um, those two are probably the biggest indicators that I focus on. Uh, a lot of people look at inflation numbers, but the inflation trends have been uh, relatively meek. Uh, you may want to look at, you know, commentary from the Fed, like uh, when they release their FOMC minutes, and see how they're they're focusing on what they're what they're looking at, and see if that jives with how the actual econo- the actual economy is performing, and stuff like that. With that said, you brought up the word inflation. Inflation, in radio terms, to make things friendly for people, I say it's the boogeyman. It's the thing that can sap your future dollar purchasing power. What's your perspective on inflations? Because there's all type. There's wage inflation. There's home price inflation. There's, you know, dollar inflation or disinflation. Talk a little inflation that people should pay attention to. I mean, it all depends on uh, where you are, I would say, in your life period, in your life cycle. If you are young, you know, looking at wage inflation is important because you're going to be taking on debt, and you're going to want to make sure your debt is able to be paid off based on uh, future earnings growth. So if you know your wages are going to increase, let's say, by 2.5% a year, uh, you'll know if you'll be able to pay off whatever the debt load is, you know, over time. If you are, you know, a retiree, you want to look at how, you know, your immediate costs work. So looking at price inflation uh, in terms of goods and services and specifically, um, you know, staples that you're going to be focusing on, you know, for the rest of your life, uh, food, that type of thing. You, you, you may want to, you know, focus more on that. Uh, dollar inflation in terms of uh, asset prices or in terms of against foreign currencies, I, I don't pay too much attention to. It all tends to uh, to even out over time or, or just get passed through in a, in a normal, easy way. Uh, acid bubbles in themselves are a problem. I don't know if you want to classify them as inflation, but uh, understanding where you know home prices are going up relative to rents Maybe a good idea before you start, uh, you know, disinvesting out of your home and, and spending out of your savings that you've built up in your house uh, is probably a good idea. The first quarter, and I'm speaking to Dr. Jeff Rose and Chief Economist Briefing.com. Wonderful website, a lot of independent live market analysis, U.S. international. There's so much there that could take up your day, so I highly endorse. Speaking with Dr. Jeff Rose, and recent first quarter data showed that housing 
44% of houses were bought with cash in the United States. Um, another study came out that said housing you know, continuing to fall in affordability for the average worker in the United States. Um, is this, how does this end? You know, I, I don't have a good answer for it. Right now, you know, the, the, you, you can only have two things that could happen. You could either have wage growth, and that'll, you know, allow people to buy homes, which seems rather uh, hopeful considering how the economy has performed and we've had sluggish wage growth since uh, the recession ended, or you have a price decline. And, you know, the way I see it right now is that prices are increased too fast since the bottom, and you're pricing out too many people, and it's not going to be sustainable unless prices come back down. Now, I don't expect it to crash back to the to the lows that we saw, but you know, it definitely can look at how you know the housing market has performed over the last year, and those gains may be a mirage. You know, we may go back to uh, prices we saw in in 2012 or, or uh, even you know 2011. Internationally speaking, economically, who are some of the countries that are better off? Who are some of the countries that are worse off? Do you have that kind of data? <laughs> I think it's all relative and in perspective. Um, you know, you're seeing some growth out of Europe. Uh, finally, you're seeing some growth out of the UK. Finally, but you know, in order to get that growth, you know, you beat your head against the wall for several years cutting uh, government spending and, and putting in austerity measures. So you're bound to get growth just because, you know, you, you've cut so much and, and there's only way, one way to go up. I don't know if that's necessarily a good place to be, but if you came in, you know, now as opposed to living there, you know, for the last 15 years, it's not bad. Uh, you know, the average Chinese uh, uh, citizen is doing better now than he's done in the past. You know, China's growing. Uh, but, you know, generally across the globe, most, most countries are growing. You know, if I was going to say one place to be worse off is Japan, where things just haven't moved in 30 years. And, you know, even it, it doesn't look like it's going to start moving anytime soon. And if you take into the fact that uh, their debt situation is extraordinary and eventually, you know, the citizens are, are aging and are going to die off, leaving a very small amount of population to uh, maintain that debt load. You know, you're either going to have a default at some point or they're going to have to somehow spark immigration or population reform. I would probably stay away from there. <laughs> Perfect. Great answer. Tough question. Um, I just I threw it out there because I think a lot of people have these biases like, oh, China's, you know, super fast growing. It's obviously going to overtake the United States. I kind of put money there. But there are some problems to be had with, you know, uh, all scenarios. But China should overtake the United States. I mean, if you look at it as... You know, labor times production is equal to output. You know, if you have a huge labor force, you should produce more. I mean, it's just simple as that. The question is, are they going to have a larger per capita GDP? You know, is their productivity going to outperform the U.S., which would increase their standard of living and should make China to be a better place to live for the average citizen over the United States? And that's going to take much longer. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com, filling our heads with economic nuggets that we could chew on for years to come. I always appreciate his perspective, especially since these questions aren't exactly scripted. With that said, you can find him 
and others like Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst at Briefing.com. You can find them at Briefing.com. Also follow them at Twitter. That's Briefing.com. They don't put the dot in it because it kind of messes things up. Uh, good website, good content, uh, always straight and to the point. We'll take a break. Be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.